are listening to A Quiet Mind. A Quiet Mind is brought to you in part by listeners like you. If you like what you hear, consider donating today by visiting aquietmind.com forward slash donate. Hello, everybody. Welcome back, finally, to another Quiet Mind podcast. My name is Robert. I'm your host. Very happy to be here. Very happy to be back in the studio, set up and ready to do some podcasting. So many times I wanted to come to you and talk about things that I've been going through and share things like I always do. But due to a lot of extraneous circumstances beyond my control, I wasn't able to really do a lot of podcasting. Plus, as you know, I don't want to podcast something as I'm in process in most cases. It's like after I feel like I've come out of it and I've gotten something, then I really like to come in and share something with you. And throughout all of this, what I've been going through and not wanting to share too much of a a personal um, story, I'm trying to hold off on that for the memoirs and, you know, the supposed books that I'll write someday that I'll share with you here if they ever get completed. Um, the my story thing was coming up a lot for me recently and i mean my story by thinking about actually sharing with you because of course when you go to a quiet mind and you go to about there's not a lot there and uh there are people who want to know who are your teachers what's this all about you know uh where you come from what's your favorite color things like that and uh what's very interesting is, is that the last couple of retreats that I have done, these intensives that I try to do a couple of times or several times a year, kind of coincided with some job hunts that I was doing out here. And that, you know, is all about kind of selling yourself when you go for interviews and talking about yourself and your story and where you came from, where you went to school and your experiences. But within the practice that we do, when we just sit down, we decide we're going to sit down. We're going to be quiet and we're going to supposedly try to stop our mind, which we really don't want to do. And we know that from all the past podcasts that we're just going to sit here with what is in this moment, not trying to really change anything to just be. So when we do that, what happens? Okay. So I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on the internet. You know, I'm a designer. That's the job that I do. These are the things that I do. I share a lot of quiet mind stuff with Twitter and Facebook and, you know, the internet and what I'm doing right now and iTunes and all of these things that are going on. Um, so this story of ourself is being shared in an entirely new way. You know, I'm learning about my friends having babies on Facebook now. Nobody calls on the phone, you know. I learned recently, um, you know, about uh, some, uh, you know, untimely deaths of rock and roll musicians who I love via Twitter, not the news. So, you know, and also I communicate with people on Twitter all the time. If I come across a good quote or something like that, I share things, right? So I'm completely plugged in on one end of my life within social networking. And I also do that for a living. I work for big internet companies, sometimes as a full-time employee, sometimes as a contractor, to develop things like this. 
So it's amazing that, that what's being shared out there and the way we're receiving things now and the fact that you're listening to this podcast. Four years ago, I didn't even know what a podcast was. You know, a friend of mine, I had told him some things about, you know, how to breathe and relax. And he said, oh, you should have a podcast. So he made one for me. I didn't even know what they were. And that's like four years ago. Um, and I, I started with Twitter at about the same time and Facebook and all these other things. And I'm just observing out there in my story of myself and what happens when I sit on the cushion and sit down to meditate is not only does my story erupt, you know, oh, I remember back in the kindergarten when the teacher told me, you know, to sit down and do math that I didn't want to do that. And so I stood up and I got in trouble. And you know what I mean? And, and I had to go to the principal's office. And this is a part of my story. Another part of my story is, you know, I really don't like it when, um, you know, people uh, uh, smoke and put a cigarette out in a piece of food. <laughs> you know, that's, that's a pet peeve. That's a, a story. It's a part of my story. Another part of my story is I'm Robert. I teach meditation. I have a podcast called A Quiet Mind. That's another part of my story. Uh, you know, there's just this story that's continually going on. The other part of the story, too, can be about my suffering and my pain and what people have done to me. And when we sit down sometimes and we're, we've dropped our Facebook and we've put down our little device, whatever we're carrying, our, you know, Crackberry or, or like me, iPhone, and we put the devices down and we shut them off and we put our computer down and we turn off our television because I know how many of you are out there on the computer, on Facebook, on Twitter, um, and, uh, and watching, watching um, uh, the television and, you know, pinging with somebody. <laughs> I know you're all out there. I know you're doing this. It's, 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 not a, it's, it's a part of our lives, and in some cases in what we do, it's a part of our, our, our job. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't become over the top. So this is happening in a way that it is, has never happened before because if we go back just a few years, we didn't have these devices that we had in our hands all the time where we could be complete, you know, completely immersed in this experience on this device while we're, we're on the lake so supposed to be fishing in the middle of uh, Canada. <laughs> How many of you have walked into an elevator and everybody is on their device? I do it. So I was noticing this. I was noticing how this was weaving and interconnecting within my meditation experience now because of how much a part of my life and my story that it is. And the need to pull away from, from that and the need to see that we need to have contact with people that's like old school contact, we can call it. So something that you can try is when you get into the elevator or when you're standing in line at the supermarket or the movies or wherever you find yourself bringing out your phone, you know, to, to have a conversation outside of the experience that you're in right now is to notice that this is a perfect moment for mindfulness Whenever you see yourself trying to share with someone who is not there the moment that is happening, oh, I'm in line at the movies and this girl over here is being so rude. <laughs> just Why don't you just stop that, 
stop the typing and stop engaging with that and look up and engage with the people that are around you. Practice looking at people, smiling and saying hello. This is becoming kind of a lost art. We're not communicating any longer with our eyes and with our facial expressions and the barriers that we have up with these machines are could be the downfall of our society as we know it today. So when you see yourself doing that, take the time to to stop what you're doing. Become aware. Don't beat yourself up about it. And take that moment to engage with the person that is there with you in the elevator. You can say something as simply as, oh, nice shoes. Anything. Just try it. It's good for us. We need to get back into that practice of being communicating with each other before we get to a point of where we're constantly using these devices to keep this barrier around us because of the, the uncomfortable circumstance of a social interaction on a level of actually having some kind of exchange of energy between people. So as this is lacking, I think it's going to become kind of epidemic proportions unless we all really try harder to get outside, to turn off these machines, to engage with each other. So I just want to encourage you to, to try to do that. Just try to do it once this week where you see you got you have your phone or whatever and you see that you are in this moment expressing something that's happening in this moment to someone who is not there. Stop what you're doing. And you even don't have to speak to the person, but maybe just try to, to put your phone in your pocket. That could be step one. So... How does this connect with our meditation practice when we sit down? Well, what we're developing here is an, is an entirely new habit and an entirely uh, new way to disengage from our experience of life. There's a lot of suffering, and we know that. We're, we're all having a hard time. It's difficult out there. Not all the time, but, but sometimes it is. And you'll agree with me when the difficult times are the ones that seem to be more amplified and louder and brighter in our experience is we diminish the positive things that happen because there are a lot of positive things that happen out there. A lot of beautiful, wonderful things happen. There's so many kind and gentle and wonderful people we come into contact with, but we don't amplify those experiences. We amplify the negative experiences. And when I say we, I don't mean let's blame ourselves because we're stupid and we're irrational and we're doing bad. I'm just saying, you know, it's that thing inside of us that we call we. We don't even need to identify with it if we don't want to. We can say this habitually conditioned uh, aspect of myself wants to amplify that which is negative and it wants to diminish that which is positive. When positive things happen, we don't grab onto them and elevate them and, and perpetuate that experience and then sharing it with other people what we're usually doing is sharing a negative interaction that we've had or a negative feeling or a negative emotion. So the way this all connects is that this device allows us the barrier that we need to no longer have to experience the bad when we're out there in the world. We can separate ourselves from an uncomfortable situation we can also create this barrier to where we don't even have to come into contact with these people. We don't have to engage. We have our little phone here. So we have this brand new way to escape from suffering. 
It's like a drug, it is. So, let's get a jump start on this and become aware of the fact that we are utilizing these machines in, in a way that is not beneficial to our practice. We may, maybe when we share wonderful quotes and wonderful things we found, that's great. Or if we say something positive, that's wonderful. Thing that we become sometimes, well, enchanted by, if you will, in some cases. So what's happening here when we're sitting is we're sitting and there's this kind of neutral, disinterested party that I like to call the silent witness. You know, Krishnamurti coined, I don't know if he coined this phrase, but that's where I first heard of it was this silent witness, that which is just in observance of what's happening in the mind. In other words, we're watching the mind tell a story to itself. And then we're in turn hooking into that or plugging into that story with our mind as a listener. So when this is happening, we're plugging in like that, hearing a story about, you know, that time the bully took my marbles on the, play, on the playground and I cried and everybody was there and I was embarrassed. We're here, the mind is telling that story and then the mind then plugs into that story. And, it, and you start to listen, and you listen intently. You listen completely focused on this particular story that the mind is now telling. The mind doesn't just tell stories of misery or suffering or the past. The mind also tells stories about the now or this moment. And it also tells spiritual stories as well. Like right now, we really shouldn't be thinking. Well, that's the mind. <laughs> it's all the mind. It's all story. It's all, you know, there for us in a moment to either completely engage with and focus 100% of our attention on. And when we do that, we're locked in, plugged in to that story or that part of this story of me or mine or I. When we sit and we meditate, we begin to see that that's exactly what's transpiring. We're, we're listening to ourself tell a story about ourself, an experience about the self, a want or a need or a desire of the I, me, or mine. And when that story is being told, the mind engages with itself and focuses with one pointed focus, just like someone shooting an arrow at a target. When we meditate, we have the opportunity to observe this happening, that we are, we are entertaining ourselves by listening to a story of ourselves that we have created about ourselves. That's what's happening. With all of the distraction that we have in our lives, and now even more so, we have portable distraction devices that keep us from engaging with reality, <laughs> the, the occurring reality that's happening right in front of us. Now we're reporting a reality out there to the others or to other people. We're reporting a, 
a reality or a moment in time. When we sit down and take away that distraction, now what's going to happen? It makes it that much harder to be able to sit witnessing the mind talking to itself and seeing itself. Now, why would we want to do that, okay? Well, we can see just how crazy it is. Hopefully, that's what arises from the experience of meditation. Wow, this is crazy. I'm sitting here listening to me tell myself something about me. That's what I'm doing with my time. So once we begin to realize that it's me telling me a story about me and that's crazy, what good does that do us? Well, at that point, maybe we can make a conscious decision to say, well, maybe there's some other way to be experiencing this. And in having the devices around with us at all times, we're creating another channel or another way to distract ourselves from ourselves. It's like video games, too, or anything that becomes obsessive that you're doing hour after hour. You are keeping yourself from seeing yourself and your mind and how it operates. Because it, it's, it's quite crazy. It's quite terrifying to see what's going on up there. And depending upon the trauma or suffering that you've had in your life or maybe you have inflicted on others, you will want more and more distraction. So there is no waking moment where you're ever having to face your own mind telling itself this story. So when we sit and the story erupts, it can be quite intense. So sometimes it makes it hard to do the practice because it's not very pleasurable. You may have moments of great bliss and pleasure in the practice, but there's also a lot of boredom and sitting there listening to this mind tell itself the story that it's already heard a hundred times before. So what difference does it make if you sit down and see this self for what it is? Or if you just go play a video game or just stay on your iPhone or whatever and just do your thing and have your life. I'm happy. I like doing this. I love Facebook. I love to chat. I love to tweet. <laughs> well, that's okay, you know? But you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if somewhere along the line those things that you're doing are not filling this void that's within you. So when we sit and we see these things, that's it. We sit, we take away the distractions, and we just observe. We're there just to see what's going on when we turn off all of this stuff in our life. You know, and that includes... You know, not only all the devices we talked about in computers and television, but that includes food and alcohol and, you know, whatever your choice of addiction is. 
Those things help us turn off and disconnect from the observation of the mind feeding upon itself and churning up these stories. So I hope that you'll give that a try this week. When you notice that you're on your phone or you're distracting yourself in a public setting, that you try to just see it. You don't have to actually take any other action, but to just become aware of the fact that you are there with that device in a social setting and you're not engaging with the direct experience of the birds, the trees, the sky, the people, the food, the smells, the sounds, whatever is going on around you at that moment. Thank you so much for listening. It's my pleasure to be back and my pleasure to be sharing with you. I, I do hope that this helps you along your way. And if uh, you have any other questions about this, you can write me at Robert at A Quiet Mind. Uh, stay tuned for other local events that will be happening here in the Bay Area. Uh, if you are interested in uh, getting together, meeting up, having a place to share, learning a little bit more, I'm really looking forward to working with people in person. If that's something that interests you, please share that via email and send it to me, robert at aquietmind.com. Once again, thanks for listening.